This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash rebelrant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, William Martin, and Clayton John. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language... Why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the Shun of Reds. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and it's episode 298. Time is honey. Uh, Atlanta scored pretty quickly. Wow, they sure just did. They, they yeah. certainly know what time is. That time is definitely honey. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we talk about anything, though, got to say thank you to, uh, to our patrons. Specifically, our new patron, Clayton John, our new producer, five bucks a month. Woo! All right. I was supposed to thank him on the last episode, but I didn't check the notifications on Patreon quick enough, and uh, I missed it. Yeah. So, belated. Belated, thank you. Would you like money? Hey, that means we got three people right now that are producers on the show. Oh, that defender sucks. I think that means what? We bought the uh, RedBullRant.com. No, that hasn't happened yet. Oh. Well, we're thinking about buying RedBullRant.com. Yeah, yep, we're thinking about it. See, now, now the problem is you just made like, someone's going to okay, I'll offer to you for like 20 bucks a month. Someone's going to poach it now because of you, Pat. Congratulations. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then once we get the website, you can visit our website and we'll post Babe of the Week. Oh, yeah. Because it's nineteen ninety nine. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so Red Bulls had a had a very good Wednesday night, uh, even though it was kind of cold outside. Kind of. Just chilly. Just a little bit chilly. Which, actually, real quick, do you guys see the tweets from, um, was it Dan LaFarve? Oh, uh, yes, to our... Uh, D- to DJ our, LaFarve, sorry. Yeah. To our, uh, our, our account, yes, yes, I yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said he went no sleeves the first half. Adrenaline, Red Bull, and vodka will make you do crazy things. Yep. And then the very next tweet, then it all wore off, and there's a picture of him bundled up with looks like a very nice like winter jacket, sweatshirt underneath. Yeah. <laughs> like everything. Yeah, well, it's going to be much, much worse next week, apparently. Possibly teens. And you purchased your ticket already. Damn right I did, and I'll be there. I'm not. I'm. I'm a red member now. All right. I'm <laughs> poor like I used to be. All right. So now that I'm going to do my duty as a red member, rain or shine, fifteen degrees, a hundred degrees, I will be at the effing every effing game I can go to. All right. Where's that one o'clock Wednesday game? <laughs> I went to that game. I went to that game in 2012. Oh, shit, you did. Because <laughs> I got laid off like a week before. <laughs> Uh, so Red Bulls had a three nothing victory on Wednesday, five nothing aggregate 
uh, win over Atletico Pantoa. Uh, Atletico, two total shots on target during the series, one in each match. And in in the match on Wednesday, it was literally the last kick of the game. The free kick, which nobody really tried on, (laughs) even the guy kicking the ball. Mm -hmm. And uh, for two years now, the only two years, the Dominican Republic has been in the tournament. Nobody has scored a goal for them. For the Dominican Republic. Yeah. So they will... We'll talk about the game later, but they will be now facing Santos Laguna in the quarterfinals. Um, so our usual likes, dislikes. Uh, Truman, you go first this week. What did you dislike about this match? I, I mean, I guess the only complaint I can have is that early on, I, I well, last week they could have scored more. They could have scored more in the second half too, because they had some absolute screaming sitters. Oh yeah. Uh, towards towards the end of the second half. Um. I don't know. There's not much else to get mad about, but that's it. I I think the reason I get upset is like you want them to finish those chances. So when they actually start playing uh, league games, they finish those chances. Mm-hmm. When you're not just going to cruise past a team easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I might as well just pile on with the same dislike. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it's you went against a very subpar team, and yes, I get it. It is preseason, and uh, I mean, how many times have we seen Bradley Ray Phillips? Uh, struggle early in the season, uh, you know, uh, of course he's, what, 33? I think he just turned 33, or maybe he's 34. I'm not entirely sure. Um, I think 34. I feel like he's three years younger than me. Um, and you're always worried that the wheels are going to come off at some point, and it, it's, it would have been uh, comforting if Bradley Wright Phillips got on the, bo- uh, got on the board and uh, you could tell from certain moments in that game he was very frustrated. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's a big dislike. Again, it sounds silly complaining in a 3 nothing win, but there were definitely opportunities to score. And considering what Santos Laguna just did to uh, – I forget who they even played over the last two games. Doesn't matter. Uh, I think Marathon. Marathon, yep. Yeah. Uh, you're, I mean, we're going to have a better defense, I'm sure, but we might need to – uh, get the offense under control. Yeah, my, I guess I'll just have to pile on with that. This, actually, you know what? No, the dislike's going to be uh, Mario's second yellow card. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a good one. Um, I didn't see – I, I don't know if the, the yellow card was on the foul or I guess what he did afterwards because I turned away for a second, so I didn't see him apparently putting the ball in the stands. Yeah, he – and I think that's what the card came from. I don't think it was the foul. I think it was straight up kicking the ball right into the seats. See, the problem was I didn't see the see it live, and it wasn't replayed that part of it. So, looking at it just from the fouls, like that's no way that's a yellow. But you know, kicking the ball to the stands, yeah, that's definitely a yellow. Yeah. And listen, heat the moment. I get it, but you have to know what you are on in terms of yellow cards. I mean, hell, you've only played one game competitively this year. There's right. Yellow card count. Yeah. Um, I mean, hopefully Duncan can, it's not, it seems like how Duncan's going to come in for him uh, and against Santos, but and hopefully he can do the job, but come on, man, you're the starter early in the year. You've got to be smarter than that. Yeah. And, And here's the thing, too, like, honestly, and I'm not being like, I'm not bragging about the Red Bulls performance, but 
you didn't have to commit any fouls in that game. No. That team yeah. was not going to beat you. And there was a, a 10, maybe a 5% chance they were ever going to score a goal. Yeah. Because the Red Bulls, I, I mean, it was so dominating. Um, it, every play that the other team had, the Red Bulls easily just got the ball back from them. Everything, on all, like all over the field. Yeah. It was so easy just to, to repossess the ball. <laughs> You yeah. could have let guys run past you. I think they could have had a two on nothing and not scored mm-hmm. the way they were playing. I mean, that I'm being silly, but still, they, there was just, they had no, absolutely no chance in this game. None. No. So to commit any kind of foul where maybe there's even a chance of getting a card, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it was stupid. Very stupid. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see it live. I heard the foul was very soft. Uh, but you know what? I mean, to be fair, look, I read it, you know, I can't claim, uh, that this is my intellectual property. I got it from Frank Paniso on soccer by eyes, or I guess SBI soccer Um, I mean, look, there was no, was there really any need for Mario to be even be in that game? No, uh, no. I mean, yeah, maybe it was, he should be a bit more careful on yellow card. Um, but maybe, uh, Armas should have not started him at all or pulled him out at 40 at halftime. Uh, apparently he was going to pull him out at halftime and Mario said, no, I'm good. And he left him in there and this is what happened. So he pulled the cap and it backfired. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, so I, I mean, Armour certainly deserves some criticism as well. Um, you know, but hopefully Kyle Duncan can, um, you know, pick up from the one or two games he played last year. Where he looked pretty good and, uh, you know, he won't be a liability against Santos at home next week. And anybody that heard Truman kind of laughing in the background, Alliance is up to nothing in there. Yeah. Like I like, fucking told everybody last week when they were all laughing at Atlanta. Oh, oh, they're down. I'm like, oh, yeah, so they're down two goals going home. Yeah, exactly. And, and, right, and right, now they're, right now they're winning the series. Yeah. yeah. Goal. Right. Mm-hmm. It's only 10 minutes. It's not even 10 minutes in. It's in, yeah. it's in the 10th minute. It literally just ticked over to 10 0 as they're kicking off the mm-hmm. – after the second goal, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they they are winning the series at this point, right? Yep. Yeah, it's three three with, three, three with an away goal. Yeah, people are dopes. Mm. Yeah, um, we, all, we all like laughing at stupid things. All right, uh, before we talk more about the other MLS stuff, uh, like <coughs> the game, Truman or Pat, what did you like uh, about this one? Uh, well, hey, look, um, you know. It, we move on again in the uh, CCL. Uh, we get to play another Mexican squad, which is always exciting. Uh, so it's exciting to see not only MLS be t- tested against Liga MX, but your own team. Um, so it's you know it's going to be an exciting uh, thing. So I will say this much: if you have tickets to this game next week, go. And if you can't go, make sure you sell them to a Red Bull fan because I do not want to sit in another stadium full of. You know, twenty thousand Mexican fans. <laughs> so, uh, so, real quick, just got to yeah. there because I forgot to do this earlier. What's that? Uh, the, the tweet from Mark Fiskin that I put in the agenda. Mm-hmm. So he says, per Soccer America, with the win last night, Red Bulls became the first MLS team to win uh, knockout series in Champions League in consecutive years. There you go. It's a weird stat, but we'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Well, one, one thing you can certainly say about us is we are. Uh, at least the last uh, four seasons or so, uh, we are the most consistent team in the league. All right, true. Sorry, go ahead. 
Oh, no. I mean, really, basically, my like is that the game was over. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to pile on to what I said before. I don't know, five minutes into this game? Pretty much. It was over. I mean, they hadn't even scored yet, uh, but you knew there was no way the other team was going to score. You just knew. It, it, it was over. And then at halftime, it was very, very, very over. It was mm-hmm. hilariously over. It's You know, it's a rare game where you can watch the Red Bulls miss a chance, and I kind of chuckled at it mm-hmm. because I had no fear <laughs> at mm-hmm. all that they were even a chance of, of – First of all, choking a two nil lead, you know, mm-hmm. aggregate lead. Um, there was, it, if it was, you know, a playoff game and they had a two nothing aggregate lead at home and they were missing chances, I would probably be screaming at them, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it was just, it was over. Also, I got to mention this. Did you guys notice the, the, the keeper? For their team, that guy had the skinniest legs I've ever seen in my life. His legs were so skinny. I need How to go. Skinny were they? No. Well, <laughs> I need to go back and watch the rest of the game because I only noticed this in the second half. He didn't even take a goal kick because I think his legs are so skinny he can't kick the ball far enough. I think they break pretty, his break his I'm, legs. I'm pretty sure he took some in the first half. But it, dude had skinny legs. It's not just his legs. His whole body is skinny. His arms, his arms, like, I was afraid to take off that jersey and he would just, like, vanish. Like, he would be, like, paper, literally paper thin. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised, real. surprised he didn't catch his death with how skinny he was. Uh, maybe. Maybe to check in on the poor guy. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's he's used to live in a tropical climate. All of a sudden, he's in the, granted, not like. 20 degree skinny. weather. Yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, he was a bit of a string bean for sure. I feel like no one else wanted to be goalie, and they found him, and they're like, "You want to do it? Yeah, all right, sure. I'll play. I'll play on your uh, your team. What the heck?" It, it was like an it's like an emergency goalie in the NHL. It's like we got to hire somebody, so let's hire you. <laughs> What's this kid up to? Get him in there. Probably works for food. <laughs> I will say he made he made some a couple of good plays. He wasn't a bad goalie. Like he didn't mm-hmm. fly all over that net, but oh, that kid was skinny. Uh, my like, I'll focus. Well, f- first off, before my like, just to talk about you know, had we first seen this was over, I think it was two nothing in the second half, and I started to fall asleep <laughs> <laughs> because there was nothing to hold my attention. Like the Red Bulls weren't really threatening all that much. Mm-hmm. And then the then the funny thing was then the. Yahoo Sports uh, stream froze for about three minutes, and that woke me up. <laughs> the like, silence, the <laughs> silence of a non-game woke you up. Exactly, that's the weird thing. <laughs> hey, have you ever fallen asleep when something loud's going on? And yeah, silence always wakes you up. <laughs> I wasn't even fully asleep yet. I was like half half asleep, but like the fact that it, it, I guess like the traumatic experience of not seeing anything on moving on the screen was like. No, something's not right here. <laughs> woke me up. Anyway, uh, my like, I'm gonna throw it to um, Ivan for that goal in the second half. Yeah, it was a nice goal. Yeah. Pat, you want to tell the story? Oh, about me and my friends' discussions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, he comes on, and I'm like, "All right, Romanian fourth division." Although I think I'm wrong. I think he was actually from the German fourth. Division. German fourth division. Yeah. And so, uh, and I was just like, "Yeah, this guy, he's never scored a goal." And then my friends are like. No, he scored a goal. I'm like, no, he's never scored a goal. And they're like, they look him up. He's like, he has scored a goal. And I'm like, uh, eh. and I was like, he has. He's like, on Red Bull too. I'm like, that doesn't count. 
And then, like, I think within seconds, he scored that goal. And we're like, oh, all right, well, <laughs> he's now scored his official first team goal. So that was a fun little discussion we had. It was a nice goal. Yeah, yeah props to him, actually, man. It was a good goal. Absolutely. It's a good way to, like, open your account uh, and boost a little confidence. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to, to be fair, if this is kind of like – I don't know. I mean, did, did Royer really make a uh, a big splash his first year? I, I don't recall he did, you know. Um, so if, you know, if this is going to be just like kind of one of the situations where in their second season they finally make some kind of impact, so they, you know, can't complain about that. Yeah. And Sean Davis' header, I mean, the, he obviously caught the goalie on the wrong foot, but that, that was pretty good. I mean, that was farther out than the penalty spot is, so. Mm-hmm. To, to get that kind of precision where it's, he's going across goal and get it right in the corner, I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, other MLSCCL results. Uh, Houston won 2-1 at home, uh, so they won their series uh, 3-1. Uh, I, f- I forget who they're playing. I know they know, but I remember off the top of my head. Uh, Houston played go- – oh, who are they playing next? Yeah. Uh, that I'm, I, I'm not entirely sure. Alright. Uh, Toronto had a 1-1 home draw versus Independiente, but that's a 5-1 mm-hmm. aggregate loss, so they are out. Which, we, we pretty much knew that was going to happen. Yeah. 4-0 four, four is really hard to come back from. That one was a howler. Are you talking about the Atlanta game or Toronto? Uh, Toronto. I'm working and getting my Atlanta feed back up. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Atlanta right now... Is like we said, three three aggregate uh, right now beating Herodano because of the away goal, and they have about seventy two minutes left right now. Um, Sporting Kansas City is playing tonight, so by the time you guys are hearing this, the result will probably be in. Uh, they had a three one home win versus uh, Toluca, and they're playing on the road tonight. Uh, most likely, they will advance as long as they don't really screw up on the road. All right, so before we predict or before we preview anything uh, match-wise, let's talk kind of season preview stuff because uh, – hold on, hold on. Wait, but before we before we season preview, since you decided to ignore tweets and afterthoughts. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. How dare you. Uh, real quick, I just want to read a tweet from Red Coach Jay, Jeremiah, um, because, I mean, he is a Patreon guy. You're just blowing him off. Shay, for shame. Uh, but anyway, uh, great team win with a lot of great performances, though I don't think we expected anything less. Yeah. Mario's suspension sucks. The card was total crap. That ref shouldn't even be doing high school games. Uh, I'm just going to say again, I think it's for, for launching the ball into the stands. Uh, that's my belief. And if that's the card for it is deserved because you get a card when you launch a ball into the stands. Mm-hmm. Unless you're Luke Rogers. Sure. Uh, and then real quick, but again, before we get into it, just the last thing I just want to mention, it's not even about the game. It's about the very new, fancy, high-def scoreboards <laughs> that give you the same exact screen size because on each side was just the Champions League logo. Yeah. So you got no more screen, none. It was the same screen you would see for every other game that, that those uh, screens have ever had with logos on each side. Basically exactly what we talked about when the first was announced? Yep. Yep, exactly what we thought. Plus, 
no replays at all. No replays yeah, of the yeah. goals. Nothing. You got nothing on that screen. Now yeah, that's I guess obviously not the like, fault. Right. It's right. That is obviously the the broadcasting fault. But that is that is suckitude. I just watched four replays of uh, Atlanta's like first and second goals here, and they couldn't do anything on that screen. I don't know. Minor gripe. I know, obviously, for MLS, that will be different, but I, uh, it's stupid. I would like to have seen, since we're on the far side for those first two goals. I mean, one was a PK, so who cares? Yeah. But I would have liked to have seen the replay of the first goal. Yeah, same. And I think they even forgot to play Bulls on Parade for the first goal. Like, I don't I, remember hearing it at all. I had no idea. Honestly, I don't think I heard it for any of them. They did play for at least a second. Okay. But uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to uh the few Atletico Pantojo fans who showed up. I actually did see a few jerseys and there I did see a number of DR flags, so hey. Hey good 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 on you to show up. I like security, uh maintain a vigil over like what must have been the away section and there was like five people in there. Yeah, well that that was the best part. They did have security lined up on each side for like the, I think the opening two minutes of the game and they were like <laughs> Well, this is stupid. <laughs> I, I mean, based on the amount of security that was in that stadium last night, I, I, I almost feel like it was a training night. And, like, it was that – because there was just, like – we could have used that security for the Shivas game, which just wasn't there, you know? Yeah, you probably – it might have been – it really might have been security uh, soft opening night because yeah. I had a couple friends that were getting into 101, and the security was like – uh, I gotta see. Hold on, I gotta check. You gotta show me the ticket again. You gotta show me again. I gotta make sure you're in one one. Like, yeah. Like, usually in most games, uh, I show them the ticket once mm-hmm. and I go down, and then I never show it again. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like people were getting like harangued about it. Also, listen, I ha- of course we all have tickets on our phones, right? No, mm-hmm. all paperless nonsense. So I walk to the section. I hold the I hold the phone. Now it's down. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the guy's staring at it. How can he not read 101 upside down? <laughs> like, what was... Con- I turned it over. He goes, oh, okay. I'm like, what was confusing? Yeah, right. Was it also the row eight? Was that going to be confusing on the phone? It's like, you belong in this row. Like, it's standing room only, Dick. Yeah, so hopefully that was just a bunch of new people. You should uh, just do what I do when I used to sneak into 101. Just wait till they're distracted and walk right past them like you own the place. Oh, I've done that a hundred times. You kidding yeah. me? I was going to ask about the electronic ticketing, but well, I didn't have a problem. Uh, you had a problem with the, the guy at the top of the section, but not the stadium. Right? No, that was fine. Getting in, that was yeah, no problems. Uh, that was, okay. Yeah, that was really easy. Yeah, and it was great because I had to, you know, I had to use facilities. I believe Pat. Oh, also, you know, I'm glad you said this because um, I, I wanted to tweet this out and I forgot. But I think you've created a new term. Oh yeah, I think it's it's called. Uh, we can either call it the Red Bull Two or the Red Bull Deuce, <laughs> and that is when you have to use the bathroom at Red Bull Arena. At Red Bull Arena, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's uh, you know, yeah. I don't think we need to go into anything more than that. But yeah, I, you know, I think that's pretty clear. I think sometimes you gotta go when you gotta go. You gotta go. So if anyone wants to come up with either player or uh, team. Uh, references that mean something else, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say I've already come up with a term that's called the Dax McCarty, and I'm not even gonna tell you what it is. So you're gonna have right. to figure that out for yourself. Um, we'll find it on, uh, on Urban Dictionary. And be that's like, right. You will, you will find it on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> All right. So we're ready to do the preview stuff now. I'm ready. Yep. Bone okay. saw ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to do. More general stuff because you know, um, I'm, I'm not prepared for like any in depth discussion on rosters. I don't think you guys even care to do that. Nope. So uh, we'll start with this question first. Where do the Red Bulls end up in the Eastern Conference? Hmm. Uh, that is a good question. Uh, top three, I'd say for sure. Um, I think, uh, I think the, the, the main competition would be, uh, Atlanta and, um, uh, DC with full season of, with Audi Field and Lucia Casa and, uh, uh, Wayne Rooney. Uh, I think that's, uh, something to worry about on that front. Um, where specifically, you know, it's kind of funny. Before this game that's on right now, I would have said Atlanta's tanking. <laughs> yeah, but they, they look back to normal right now. Um, Eastern Conference. Uh, you know what? I feel like whenever I'm a downer, they prove me wrong. So I'm going to go with third. <laughs> I think I, I believe that they have they've returned enough players. That back line. It's still going to be pretty dominating the way it's set up. Um, defense absolutely wins you more games than offense will, except for when you're Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I think they're a top two team. I really do. I, I, I agree with you. I think DC is going to be much improved. Um, with Wayne Rooney now going to play a full season, um, having their home field from, yeah, from the start. Uh, I think NYCFC is going down this yeah, year. I do too. Yeah. Toronto is going to be off the map. Mm-hmm. Like they might actually end up in like the Northwest Territory the way they're going to play. <laughs> They'll be the first MLS team relegated. Yeah, they're going to be relegated to the Canadian <laughs> Premier League. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I don't see there's any reason why they cannot they, that they won't be a top two team. And as we know, finishing one two is going to be fucking huge this year. Yeah, I mean if if there's a reason to win Supporter Shield. It, this is it. Now it means something to, to absolutely win Supporter Shield mm-hmm. because you will really only have yourself to blame uh, for not winning MLS Cup. Mm-hmm. There, should, yeah. there should definitely be more uh, teams winning the double if, yeah. if it stays the way this is. I really hope it does. I like the way the seasons are. I love the home and home. I think that's the way it should have been when they had it for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one game playoff, I think that's the way it should be. I'm fine oh, with adding another team. I don't care. Um, and again, I, I really believe the team has enough. Um, with the way the Riz has just played early on, yeah, again, yep. against inferior talent. Yeah. Um, he looks good. He looks good. That mustache is looking great. Yeah. And I, yeah, I believe again, they're, they're a very, very good team. And there's just there's no reason why they shouldn't be a top two team, right? I, I mean, unless like a DC or someone like that just is just as good. I think that's mm-hmm. the only reason. Mm-hmm. I my thought is second pushing close to number one. That's 
like Atlanta, New York was really close last year, and it came down to the fact that Atlanta did kind of choke in that last game. Mm. So if they can if they can be consistent, then I don't see a reason why we can't we can't be number one. But honestly, I think number two is more realistic in the East. Uh, so I guess that means for each of us, we're not saying they're winning the Shield. So right, because none of us is said number one. Well, I, I mean, I'm saying top two. Yeah. Oh, okay, so then the question is, where do they end up in the race for the Shield? I, I think no lower than uh, spots one through three. Uh, I'm going to say no lower than five. I think I agree on the no lower than one, one, two, or three. I didn't hear much. Like, I don't remember hearing much about big moves by Western Conference teams that like, really solidified teams. Uh, I mean, really, really improved them, I should say. I mean, SKC. Uh, looks pretty good. Uh, LAFC, I think, still looks good. Uh, who knows? They might change the rules in a day or two so that LA Galaxy can have four VPs. Um, you know, so uh, yeah, I think there, there's a possibility there. Um, and I, I do think the the East is not as strong. I mean, NYCFC being the biggest uh, reason. I know we're Rebel Homer podcast, but I also don't, I think you'll find a lot of uh, other analysts saying that without Vela, uh, I forget who the guy, Yangel Herrera also left, and then Doma Torrent didn't look like, didn't look like he knew what he was doing last year, so, I mean, there's a big question in Marks for NYCC, so, I mean, if you have Western Conference uh, teams getting their beat up on whenever they play their East counterparts, uh, I think you could see an increase in point totals for uh, for Western Conference teams, and I'm I will say this: Don't sleep on Colorado. I, you know, I, I don't think they'll be a supporter shield contender, but I think they made a lot of uh, interesting moves this off season to kind of get a little bit better. Well, I probably will be sleeping on them because I'll probably be asleep when their games are on. That's true. <laughs> uh, and again, like, I mean, yeah, we're we're having a fun time uh, piling on NYCFC, but. I can't go back on what I said probably over a year ago, and a lot of us agreed that once Via was gone, that team was kind of in a bad spot. Hard and soul that team, bar none. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, as soon as you're not going to replace him, as soon yeah. as he got hurt last year, you saw that the decline starts. Right, yeah. and without him, I don't care who you bring in. He's he was that team, and I just I don't know. I don't see anyone replacing him. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to have Matt Doyle on the show at some point next week, so maybe we can ask him. But I, I don't know. I just don't see anyone taking that spot. Yeah. It's, yeah, oh, it's, sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm just this game, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I also was like, whoa. It's something that just happened. <laughs> uh, because I am rooting for Atlanta. I'm all for MLS teams being in this thing. But, uh, uh Anyway, we're, uh, so yeah, they, I mean, this is the thing. It does look like uh, NYCSC is now going into, this, uh, in, in some, to, not entirely, but in some respects, what we did in 2015, where it's like the big names, that's over. You know, now it's more, uh, you know, key guys here and there, um, except the NYCSC actually, I think, st- uh, signed three DPs, but, um, you know, it, it's, yeah, they got to hope that production and that. You know, love of the game, I guess, kind of comes out. But, uh, yeah, I'm not so sure it will. The shine is off, right? The shine's yeah. now off. So if they don't succeed, let's see how their attendance does. I know they always like to make jokey jokes about attendance, but 
Yeah. New York loves winners. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, they feel like, I mean, them being good was like the only reason to go to such a shitty stadium. To, mm-hmm. Shitty stadium for soccer. Yeah. All right. Uh, last. Oh, I didn't get mine. So I, I think top three. For Shield? Yeah, for Shield. Um, net, I'm going to go first on this one. Where do the Red Bulls go in the playoffs? I, I think it, I think it depends on if they're going to if they actually end up top two. If they end up top two, I say at least Eastern Conference Finals because being able to play those home games up until that point it would be big. Um, if they're number one in the East, there's no reason they shouldn't go to MLS Cup. Uh, no, because they have they, as crazy as it is, and and as crazy as like attendance. You know, people want to complain about, and maybe it's not always great, and they don't sell out every game. But there's something about this team playing at home. They don't, they don't lose. Yeah, they so rarely lose at home. I mean, they, they, they are clearly, yeah, duh. If they have home field throughout the playoffs, they're clearly going to be wins. You know, be the favorite. But you, you see, other teams have faltered at home in the playoffs, usually in PKs, which you know you just don't know what's going to happen. Um. But I, they they have one of the best home fields for years now, so that you're Jay, you're right. It's as long as they're playing at home, they're going to win every game. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, well, actually, no. Did you make a prediction or uh, how how far do I think they're going to go? Yeah, in, playoffs. in, in the playoffs. Are you going to say it's the year? I mean, listen, I. If they're home field, they they win the cup, just, and I'm just going by the the way the playoffs are set up. Yeah. So it it should be the goal should be at least uh, Eastern Conference Finals, at least. Oh, the goal should be fucking MLS Cup. Yeah. <laughs> right, but yeah. I mean, like, I think that would. I mean, I know we're going to say anything less than the cup is a disappointment, but there's there's no excuse not getting to Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Honestly, returning ten of eleven starters. And having your oldest player be what thirty four, Ray Phillips, like, mm-hmm. and having that back line again, it better be MLS or bust, or MLS or bust on this year. And that listen, the defense is pretty much locked in, and there's going to be no summer, you know, rumors of players leaving mm-hmm. on the defense. They're they're there. Uh, there's already some rumblings that Mario's gone midseason. Uh, oh no, okay. Well, who cares? Yeah. Maybe he'll kick another ball. You know, and then foul. But, but hey, if Duncan pans out, then you got a built-in replacement. So right. So uh, I predict the Red Bulls will make the Eastern Conference Finals. They'll play a seven seed uh, Montreal Impact. We're all gonna be like, we're going to the Cup next week, and then they'll lose five nothing. <laughs> and then we tear down the Kaku statue that we finally yeah. built. We melt the Kaku statue, yeah. Because he left for Club America midseason anyway. <laughs> All right, um, Pat, you threw this in here. Question marks. Question marks. Yeah, I mean, I think we should discuss what, what might worry us going into this season. Um, you know, I, I, I've i been harping all off season. I think they need a third designated player. Um, I They've had a hole at right wing for three, four years now that they have seemed to refuse to fill. Um, you know, Alex Muil, look, he played better down the stretch last season, but 
he's merely a fine player. And you've got a 34-year-old striker who's going to need help scoring goals, has shown that he's need help scoring goals, uh, you know, especially when the going gets tough. You need to fill that role, and you need to do it with a dozen players. So when they had the press day the other day, and they said, oh, we're in no rush to force in a designated player, you've had three to four fucking years to find a right-wing replacement, you know? Um, so I think that's a big question mark. I think another big question mark is, can BWP still be BWP at this age? Um, you know, I, I, get, I would be shocked if he had, like, a monumental drop-off, like, say, 20 to 9 goals on the season. Um, but, I mean, I definitely think it's it's a concern. I mean, fortunately, yes, they have signed a young striker to apparently, presumably be the heir apparent, but, um, you know, if he's needed sooner than later, can he provide those goals? I mean, you don't know. Uh, and then, obviously, then the biggest would be, can you replace... Uh, Tyler Adams with Caceres and Riza. Um, early returns against a crummy um, uh, Dominican Republic side would say Riza is doing a perfectly fine job at that. Um, but, you know, we'll see what's. Uh, I doubt we'll see this weekend because I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of guys resting. Um, but we'll see in the near future. Uh, well, you don't think you don't think Flo Rida is going to be the man to take over that right side? <laughs> He's going to be the big star. Flo Rida. I mean, I, I think we had hopes for Florian Velo uh, oh, last year until he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. No, not at all. Yeah, I yeah. swear to God, if if the South War doesn't do a Flo Rida song for Florian Velo, listen, I'm just going to steal all the megaphones and start one myself. And I don't even like Flo Rida. I don't care. It just makes sense. Yeah, blow your whistle for him or something. And, and listen, if, if we can do John Cena, we have the connection, right? Flo Rida is a WWE like almost Hall of Famer. It's on. <laughs> That's true. Like, if you want, if if you're going to do John Cena, you have a direct link through WWE to Flow Rider. Okay, you you have your method in. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, one guy that I should say, if you for harping on uh, potential replacements out wide, uh, Mike Doyle has. I think he labeled labeled this guy his Rookie of the Year on the most recent Extra Time podcast, and that's uh, Omir Fernandez. So he, he seems to be very high on him uh, and thinking that he could be that guy out wide on the right. So we'll see. I guess my big question, Mark, is, is just uh, um, worrying about depth. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. It's just hope. I guess we're going to see it on Saturday, right? <laughs> right off the bat. We're yeah, going right. to see the depth on the first game of the Major League Soccer season. Yeah. Um, so that'll really be the big test, at least. But yeah, at least we're going to see it soon. Is yeah. is what are they going to have on the bench to fill in holes uh, in games where you're going to be playing a lot of games in several games, uh, or just or for injury? Mm-hmm. So now we're going to see it. I mean, these some of the kids are a little bit older. Have mm-hmm. they gotten better? Yeah, you know uh, who's going to who is going to step in to be like that second striker when needed? Because mm-hmm. right now they've got like three guys that that could be it. So yeah. I mean, I, I hope it's Brian White because he's from Flemington, New Jersey. That's just me. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else for Red Bulls? Because I have, do have one non-Red Bull thing I want to discuss. All righty. Okay. So, Chris Wondolowski currently sits at 144 goals in MLS, one behind 
Lynn Donovan. So at some point this year, he's going to get the scoring record. But my question is, is he going to do it when the Red Bulls are hosting San Jose on March 16th? No. I don't know, but if it's a bet on DraftKings, I'm taking it. <laughs> One, no, uh, San Jose will likely not even score in that game. Uh, I would say probably not. So, I mean, they have two games before that. And? Just saying, he could tie tie the record in those two games. No, oh, good for him. He ain't breaking it at Red Bull Arena. Okay, Itch. so then, so his first two opponents at, at home are the Montreal Impact and Minnesota United. So do you think it happens before the Red Bulls game? Well, that's a lot of trash. I mean, it, oh, wow. they, they have four of their first five at home. So I think it's going to happen at the beginning of the year. Yeah. That is if they're not Probably. complete garbage, which they may be complete garbage again because they haven't shown us anything proving they won't be complete garbage. Yeah, Nick Lima was pretty good in the January camp. Cool. So <laughs> there's that. Okay, uh, let's preview the Red Bulls' first MLS game of the year. Oh, man. Yeah, we're here. Uh, this Saturday, March 2nd, uh, Red Bulls are traveling to Columbus in Map Free Stadium. Uh, fourth, I think it's 4.30 p.m. I didn't write the start time down. Uh, 4.30. 4.30 p.m. start time. Uh, game is on MSG, who apparently there is an imminent deal, according to Mark Fishkin. So, Just like every other year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they have a deal coming up. Wait, wait, so wait. I, I was just paying attention to the Atlanta game. What was that again? I'm, I'm watching it. Oh, no, no, what'd you just say? That uh, game is on MSG. Holy shit! How did sorry? How did breakaway real quick? How the hell did Herrera get away with that? Uh, that should have been a now a goal score opportunity, right? Uh, I don't think so. I'm not sure where you are in this game. I was in the like 40, 42nd minute. Okay. I'm talking about that, talking about that break where they they okay, didn't I, get. I missed it. But she says something about MSG and Mark Fishkin. What? what it, go back. Okay. Back, okay. Back, okay. Back to this. Uh, TV this week's on MSG, and according to Mark Fishkin, uh, MSG and the Red Bulls are close to signing a new TV deal. Yes. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, before we do our predictions, we did start for the first time ever fan predictions, and right now we have 31 people that are uh, in on this. All right. Alrighty. Uh, if you wanna, if you wanna do it, go to our Facebook page. It's up there. It's on Twitter. Uh, so, thirty-one people, sixty-seven point seven percent say that the Rebels are gonna win. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow! I'm, I'm gonna be up the top stuff. I'm gonna, only gonna be up the top level stuff because it's not worth doing everything. Well, uh, you don't want to read off thirty-one score predictions. Forty-eight <laughs> uh, percent think that the Rebels are gonna score two goals. Hmm. And 71% think Columbus is going to score one. All right. So so fans are generally predicting 2-1. That's what we're looking at. So, Truman, mm. you are defending champion. You're going first. Would, would you like to remind everybody what's on the line this year? Ooh, yeah. They, oh, yeah. Because they've forgotten. The, the, uh, the new official belt. Yep. That, if you go to our Twitter page, is pinned at the top. Yep. Yep, it's sexy. I'm going, to, so, I'm going to try to get a better picture at some point this weekend. But So first, let me see if you think CM Punk's reign as WWE champion was big. I'm blowing that away. That's it. I'm coming out hard. Uh, in this game, again, uh, B-Squad, away game. I like a 1-1 draw in this one. Uh, I think that would be a super-duper positive result uh, for the kids that are going to run out there. 
Columbus, what do we say every year? It's not the most intimidating place to play, but they are pretty talented. They still have a top, you know, top uh, forwards and midfielders. So I think getting a a draw out of this would be super. Uh, I'm going to go with a 2-1 loss. Uh, I think, yeah, like you said, the kids, um, it's going to be a B squad. Um, You know, yes, Columbus is also going through a bit of an influx with its – Caleb Porter coming in, replacing Greg Berhalter. But, you know, the core is still there. Um, they play well at home. Um, you know, I, from my understanding, somebody told me last night they're, like, they're trying to, like, recruit college kids to come and fill the stadium, like, giving them cheap seats. So oh, No, free seats. And, free and, se- and bus, I think. So there you go. So it might be louder. It might be louder uh, and fuller than usual. So. And drunker. And very drunk. Very, very drunk. So, uh I, yeah, I'm going to go to one loss. Uh, but again, I, you know, with the CCL, it's to be expected. I'm going to, I'm, I'm clear with the fans here. Two, one win. And the reason is because, you know, like you said, Columbus, uh, new head coach and Caleb Porter. Yeah. They're probably going to have a decent crowd for what they're doing. But remember what we said last year when they took on Portland at home? Yeah. I know. At at home. Home. I know, but still. They took on Portland with a B side. We're like, this is not going to win this game. Not, this is not going to be a four nothing win. No, that, that would never yeah. happen on the road. But I think I think our B squad is still going to be decent enough to, to pull one off. Mm. You, you know what I like that one of us is going to be clearly in first place after this. It's yep. true. Someone might build up a big lead. That, that is a fucking so, possibility. So, someone could be three points ahead. After one yeah, one. yeah. And it will be me. <laughs> I hope we see that kid. I hope we see that Jorgensen kid. Oh, I don't know. I don't think you're going to see him. I, I like I like me some uh, Brian White and Ben Mines and those kind of guys. In this I want to see Brian. I want to see Ben Mines. Brian White. Eh, I don't care. He's getting, he's getting up. in, bro. Brian White's getting uppity in my FIFA season. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, make all his decisions based on FIFA. He's all like, "Coach, I should play more," and I'm like, "There's two strikers better than you. Suck it." Listen, you don't fuck with a kid whose hometown is where they held the Lindbergh baby trials. All right, Ooh, okay. Lindbergh. You don't you don't fuck with that. <laughs> all right, uh, moving on. So. Quick preview, uh, Red Bulls uh, quarterfinal matchup in CCL will take place, uh, will start March 5th, so three days after the season opener in MLS. They will uh, host leg one against Santos Laguna uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern time at Red Bull Arena, Yahoo Sports for the TV stream. Um, the away date, as far as you know, has not been announced. Like, could The Red Bulls website doesn't have anything. CCL's website doesn't have anything, so... Who knows? Uh, it's it's going to be at least a week later. So, yeah. with no with no MLS game in between, so at least when it comes to CCL, we don't have to worry about this constant back and forth for the first few weeks. Yeah. Uh, anybody want to give a well, not necessarily a scoreboard prediction, but just thoughts on the game? Uh, better play their asses off on defense, and I I think they will. Again, this this is going to be the A team coming out. Mm-hmm. So I know everyone's freaking out about how well Santos did in the last round, but it's this, it's not going to be like that here. It's just not. Um, it's going to be a fucking 
really hard tie here, uh, especially having to play that first leg at home, hoping to keep them, you know, hold them to, uh, you know, no goals. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that's the only way you get a result uh, on the road. It's just going to have to hold them scoreless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that you got to play your game, uh, you know, harass Santos Laguna as much as possible. Uh, try to force them into mistakes, uh, and get your goals. Um, and go for a multi-goal win. I, I don't think one nothing is going to do it. No, uh, certainly not. You know, so uh, trust your back line. You've got one of the best. We've harped on it multiple times in this in this episode. Um, you've got the best one in the league. Um, you know, and uh, try and get your goals. Uh, but I agree. I don't think I don't think Santos Laguna is going to win. 6-2 in, uh, against us in Red Bull Arena. But um, I do think they're going to be a tough out. For, they've been a miserable team to play for MLS sides uh, in CCL years past, for sure. Hey, if we could beat a Mexican team last year, we could do it this year. Yeah, absolutely. Just don't – just play good defense at home. That's yeah. the big thing. And don't overthink it. Like, play your best lineup. I'm like, you know, what Marsh did at home against Chivas. He's like, I think I'll sub Kaku in in the 80th minute. <laughs> or overthink, like uh, Armist did against um, Atlanta in the playoffs. Okay. Or overthink, like uh, Pecky did against Houston in 2013 by not starting uh, that French guy. Pecky Lulagula? Yeah, it's him. The guy who helped us beat DC in our first ever playoff win against them? Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on, quick notes. Uh, New York Red Bulls 2, I think I mentioned this before, but home opener is going to be next week, um, March 9th, against Swell Park Rangers at um, Montclair. Sky Blue FC, their first game is going to be April 13th on the road at the Washington Spirit with a home opener on April 20th uh, against the Houston Dash. Is Cloud9 still uh, protesting them? Yeah, they're still not happy. Understandably, I think for them it's pretty much the proof is in the pudding, right? Yeah, a lot of talk, but uh, I I think they're going to hold off until they actually actually see improvements on and off the field, and I think it's really more off the field than on it. Yeah. So I'm sure before that first game, we will definitely talk to Jen. Uh, we'll have her on the show to do like an, a legitimate uh, Sky Blue preview because basically we know nothing. Mm-hmm. All right, so that brings us on to the dumping grounds. Anybody have anything for it? Yeah, sure. I got tons. All right, then hold on. I got I got to do something special for the first one of the or first one starting the uh, MLS season. I'm the trash man. That's I right. Love, I love him. I'm doing official sound effects now for the segment. <laughs> love him. All right, let's open it up with uh, I believe it was Monday Night Raw, where a fan in Atlanta. Uh, held up a <laughs> Orlando oh, yeah. City logo with a poop emoji in it. Yep, yep, that was pretty good. So well done, and apparently there was a lot of um, Atlanta jerseys in the crowd. I definitely spotted a bunch, for sure. Yeah, I, I think that's yeah. awesome. I think that's great, but yeah. I mean, trolling <laughs> trolling another team at Monday Night Raw is fucking brilliant, and being right. front row. Yep. Oh, man, well done, my friend. Yeah, can't go wrong with that. No, I I love it. That's so great. I, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, I forget who it was, but somebody made a joke about 
uh, nobody, or what was it, that they hosted the Super Bowl, but the Falcons couldn't win one. And the front row Atlanta United fan holds up his 2018 MLS Cup winner scarf. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I saw that. that was uh, Elias. Did the trolling. Yeah. Uh, also, I just really want to talk about, I mean, we talked about where we think the Red Bulls are going to finish. Um, and maybe I should have saved this for my next segment, but I think we can all talk about it right now. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is going to be the shittiest team in the league this year? That's a good question. Should we preface non-expansion team? Yes, we will, right. We're Cincinnati will not count. Okay. Oh, well, actually, you know what? Hold on. Oh, wait. Let's do this first, and I have another question. But I, I'm I'm going to guess San Jose again. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they've really brought anybody in. Yeah, I'm going to go San – I mean, there's apparently a lot of people saying this coach is going to turn him around, but the coach that beat us in CCL last year, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I would double down on C- – like, I want to say Toronto. I really do. But I just feel like they will sign somebody at some point that will save them from the basement. And they're not Orlando. Yeah. Like they're, yeah. Still, they're still better than Orlando. Yeah. Well, Orlando just got Nani. I think they'll be all right. Nani. Well, I guess I have to I have to pile on that. I'm gonna say Toronto. Alright. Alright. If you guys I mean I, I wanted to say San Jose, but I'm just not gonna make it unanimous, so I'm gonna be different. And uh, I think Toronto is going to get themselves in a hole that they're definitely not going to crawl out of. Yeah. I mean, obviously the cracks were there, you know, last year we already saw, and I I just don't see it getting any better. Yeah. I don't see Josie scoring like 22 goals for this team. Yeah. Uh, I don't see him playing a full season. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. And without that, I just don't know what else is going to get them any results. Yeah. Well, yeah, Ollie, Ollie Curtis's binder said, "Get rid of two best players." Uh, and then he's and then the next part said, uh, and then he's like, "All right, what's what's page two? Hire Jesse March." Fuck. <laughs> so my follow up: um, Does FC Cincinnati beat out at least? Let's say three or four teams. Oh, I listen. I like playing that game. I like playing the candy expansion team be better than an actual team. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say no, for the one reason that I couldn't fucking name a single guy in that team. Hassan Nadam. <laughs> He's on that team. Yeah, that's why we don't have him on our team. He's All right, well, taking the expansion. Oh, no, that's true. All right, well, I'm not. I'm not going to count him because I don't count him as a. He ever was really a Red Bull player. <laughs> he played two games for us. Right, no count. Yeah. Um. Oh man, I I really wish I could say they could be worse than at least like the San Jose. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh man! Now I think I think they will be the worst team in the league. Cincinnati. But, yeah, I think Cincinnati will be will be the worst because I I don't know I don't see anything of them. Yeah, anything. I, I I feel like I've read up on them. Uh, from my understanding, they've they actually do have a fairly solid defense. Like Greg Garza is their left back. 
Uh, Greg Garza gets hurt a lot, but um, I forget, there was another name or two on that back line. So I think there is a chance they'll um, at least keep people off the scoreboard to an extent. But I, I think everything I've read about them is despite the defense, they don't have the offense to speak of whatsoever. I'll say, I'll say bottom three, bottom three or four. You know it's going to be a really tough sell for them mm-hmm. is bringing in designated players. And I'm, I'm not making this a joke, but how do you convince a designated player to come to play in Cincinnati, Ohio? <laughs> the same you way for Columbus? Uh, yeah, uh, Columbus, perfect example. How are they? Uh, they're not convincing to bring in these huge names there. It's easy to bring a huge name to Atlanta, Orlando, Los Angeles, New York. You know, even like Seattle. I but, mean, Iguain, uh, I mean, he was a good guy, big deal in Columbus. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you, you try you, you try the Toronto route where you, maybe you can find the one who's really willing and then stack it up with by overpaying U.S. players. Uh, you know, um, and then you could just sell them. Sell a player on the fan base. I mean, the fan base has been very rabid. And from my understanding, they've sold 20,000 season tickets already. And, like, they're the second or third team to have done that. Um, maybe fourth, because I want to say Portland maybe as well. Um, so. My, my problem is, like, uh, Cincinnati's uh, not warm. <laughs> yeah. And it's not indoors, and it's not New York City. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough for them to bring in. Mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't always prove success. You know, just yeah. bringing in star players. It, it it does a lot of the time, but not mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe when they actually get real authentic jerseys to wear. Maybe then they can bring in some yeah. some name. Actually, there's a correlation to stars winning the last three or four. MLS Cup winners all had three DPs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, take note, Dennis Hamlet. Maybe, maybe Garber will just have to bless Cincinnati with teams like return more u- returning national team players. Yeah, there you go. Somehow Christian Pulisic gets on the team. <laughs> I, so, that here. And I heard Kenny Saif is apparently on his way to MLS this offseason. Yeah. So, by the way, there's there's some decent names on this team. Like, let's look at the roster. So they have Darren Maddox. Uh, he's somebody. All right, so yeah. he can score goals. Uh, let's see. In the midfield, the only name of note I see on here is Eric Alexander. Hey. Oh, there's, there's the goal scoring <laughs> machine we all know. Yeah. Uh, they have Greg Garza, like you mentioned. Um, Kendall Watson as well. Yeah, okay, moving on. So that's th- those are the three biggest names I can pick out. Wow, stars. No, that's, I don't have stars, but I mean, but like competent, like the, I, think I, the, I was going to say, for, for a team MLS level competence. Yeah, I mean, for a team coming out of USL to have three, or actually, I would say four veterans because Eric Alexander has played a lot, considering he's been on a bunch of teams. Yeah, he, I'm amazing. He's made, alive. He's made uh, 212 appearances since starting with Dallas in 2010. So, yeah, he's played a lot. Um, so, I mean, they have some, not star power, but they at least have some decent names to be for their first MLS season. I mean, they're certainly not LFC, LFC with uh, Diego Rossi, Carlos Vea. Um, I forget who their big DP was, but uh, 
Lawrence Simon before he was Lawrence Simon on TFC this year and basically heading home uh, Independiente in their home leg. Yeah, not a scary team. Yeah. All right. So is that it for the dumping grounds? Yeah, I got nothing. That's all I got. All right. Then the only thing left is Truman's terrible team of the week. That's terrible. That is terrible, Chuck. Mm-hmm. Well, can I give it to anyone else besides Marathon? Because I don't think I can, right? I mean, you're yeah. allowed to. I mean, do I, do we, I mean, do we, do we already, listen, okay. Now, hold on. I'm not going to pile on Toronto this week. It's a marathon from Honduras. Yeah, I, I, I mean, clearly. Not, yeah. not even Chelsea for the whole Kepo. Ke- Kep- Kepagate, as they were calling it on uh, Counterattack Radio. <laughs> Kepagate. Uh, no, because they actually beat Tottenham, so what, what can I say about them? Yeah. And we're only mentioning Marathon because I've obviously never heard of this team at all until now, but they, they two, two rounds of thorough embarrassment will definitely get you uh, the terrible team of the week. Yeah, let yeah, that's pretty awful. All right, so let's wrap this one up. Um, you can visit us, patreon.com slash riverrant. One buck a month is all you need for exclusive content, such as our weekly wrap-up – or, sorry, monthly wrap-up shows, um, any live post-game stuff we do. And if you're a patron, there's a special um, intro. Usually highlights maybe some clip, some audio from the team, you know, some little special things for you guys for bonus dollar each. And there's a special RSS feed on Patreon, Patreon, so you don't have to subscribe to two different feeds. You can just go to the one, and then you're done with it. Mm. Uh, RedBullRant at gmail.com. Son of a bitch, I just realized again, I did not check the email. Yay! I'm pretty sure that there is none. There isn't. Okay. Good. (laughs) Held all (laughs) y'all. So redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to like to call us, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash redbullrant. On Twitter, at redbullrant for the show. At Doc the Stooge for myself. At pmacd 2 for Pat. At the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, YouTube, SoundCloud. And as of this week, we are now officially on Spotify also. Ooh. We're getting paid, y'all. Maybe. One one millionth of a penny. <laughs> for every listen. All right. So, oh boy, I gotta see how that works. Um, I'll tell you how it works. It doesn't. I mean, <laughs> if Taylor Swift ain't getting paid, yeah, yeah exactly. I don't think <laughs> the is. All right. So, last words before we get out of here. Holy fuck! You know what I like saying? I like saying it twice. The double win. Uh, I will take. Uh, a, a win and a result. How about that? Let's just get a win and a result. Actually, no, a result and a win. I gotta say in order. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's get the W. If you're a Red Bull, if you're a Red member, get your ticket, even if you're not going to the game, and just make sure Santos Laguna fans don't get those tickets. Oh, yeah, these Red Bull fans in that stadium. But yeah, you should show up, even if it is going to be 15 degrees next week. All right, so for Pat, Truman, and myself, this has been episode number 298 of the Red Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Bye, bye, bye. Lights. <laughs>